Once a person gains clarity on how energy transferences work, perhaps even how they ended up in the sunken place of a narcissistic codependent relationship, this is how they can get out. The answer is usually within the question. What is the purpose of the narcissistic codependent relationship? The answer is usually within the question. Once a person know how they got into the sunken place, they will know how to get out. Therefore, the paradigm shift happens. Therefore, the toxic tie is no longer. A person who has been in a narcissistic codependent relationship may begin to feel that it's time for a change or that they are outgrowing the narcissistic codependent relationship. Therefore, the paradigm shift starts. Therefore, the condition that they were in was an infinite. The toxic tie, the trauma bonds, the soul ties are not infinite. There's hope. There can be change. There can be a shift. Therefore, a person can become free of narcissistic codependent relationships. When a person is trauma bound to a narcissist or perhaps even a cluster B personality type, well, this can feel very heavy. This can feel like it's hell on earth because the person may see no resolution in sight. Once a person starts to shift the paradigm, this is because they are becoming aware. Therefore, change can occur. Just because a person shares the same family tree with perhaps someone who has narcissistic traits, this does not mean that the trauma bond or the soul tie or the toxic tie cannot be broken because awareness will cause a paradigm shift to occur. Therefore, change can occur. Therefore, the trauma bond can be broken. After dealing with a narcissist for a long period of time, a person can become despondent. They can be in a state of depression. They can even start to feel uh, a lot of anger, frustration. And they may feel that they are being uh, controlled by the narcissist. When a person gains clarity about how they play roles that are very dysfunctional within these narcissistic codependent relationships, then that is how he or she will find the answer to how to get out of the sunken place. Once a person accepts that he or she is outgrowing the narcissistic codependent relationship, well, naturally, they're going to seek some answers. They're going to seek to... Uh, make sure that they are not trauma bonded again. This is where the misunderstanding or quite not being clear about how energy transference works can come into play. Whenever a person is dealing with someone who has narcissistic traits or narcissistic tendencies that are over the top, he or she can again feel like they are experiencing this uh, trauma bonding or toxic tie. Energy transferences occur involuntarily. This means that, well, we simply can't help it. Whenever we're interacting with someone, whether it be verbally, uh, physically, emotionally, um, whatever the interchange is happening, um, this is something that we all can feel energetically 
maybe even spiritually, emotionally, and so on and so forth. But it is something that we cannot help because we are all comprised of energy. Whenever we are speaking, whenever we are thinking, whenever we are doing anything such as experiencing or expressing our emotions, which is energy in motion, again, it's all energy. It takes energy to do anything. It takes energy to even exist on the planet without any type of energy. There is nothing living that can exist. There is no organism that can exist without energy. So when energy transferences happen or occur between a person and a narcissist, well, they're going to feel some sort of way. They're going to think some sort of way. Okay, that means everyone involved. Energy is taking place. So this is why the toxic tie, the trauma bonds, and the soul ties are so compelling. They can be even overwhelming to a person. They may feel and or think that is infinite, that it cannot be changed. But when a person starts to realize that they're outgrowing the narcissistic codependent relationship, well, therefore, the toxic tie and the trauma bonds can be broken. And there's your change. Tool number one, accept that you are outgrowing the narcissistic codependent relationship. Tool number two, take steps to release energy that is heavy. The toxic tie, the trauma bond with a narcissist can be very heavy. It is a toxic tie nonetheless. Take steps to release that energy. One way you can release the energy is to tell the truth. Take off the rose-colored glasses and accept how you have been affected by the narcissistic codependent relationship. No one can walk away from a narcissistic codependent relationship unscathed, not even the narcissist. They may be the ones that deny that anything has occurred, but once you realize that you have been affected in some sort of way, shape, or form by the narcissistic codependent relationship, then you're well on your way to shifting the gears, freeing yourself from the narcissistic codependent relationship. When you break habits, that means you're breaking free from narcissistic codependent relationships. One habit that we all have experienced by having the narcissistic codependent relationship is to people please. Put people before us or to sacrifice ourselves And this is due to the grooming process. This is something that a lot of narcissists have performed in order to obtain and maintain the source supply from those that they target. Tool number three, make sure that you have a support base. The support base starts with you. A support base is not only going to see a mental health care practitioner. However, if you are doing this and it works, congratulations. Mental health care is something that's very important, especially right now. But so is emotional health. When you have a support base, this means that you're, you're the one that's navigating. You're the one that's navigating the support base. The support base can consist of your doing things that you love to do, that put a smile on your face, that uplifts your spirits, such as journaling, 
perhaps going out in nature, perhaps uh, incorporating a healthier lifestyle, uh, dancing, singing, um, enjoying the things that you used to enjoy when you were a child, tapping into your inner child in order to support yourself, to focus on thriving forward. Your healing is not a contest. So make sure that you're taking time out for yourself. Make sure you're doing what you need to do constructively that will help you to thrive forward past narcissistic codependent relationships. This does not mean that you are not to express what you have experienced. This is very important. Anger sometimes get a bad rap. Anger serves a purpose. Therefore, once you use it constructively, it will also help you to focus on thriving forward past narcissistic codependent relationships. while we're in the thick of it, it's so easy to get caught up in nobody understands me, right? This is something that only happens to me. Guys, I'm here to tell you, I have gone through this many times. Whereas I was in the thick of some toxic, toxic relationships. I was right in the middle of things and I felt like I didn't have a friend in the world. I felt like, right? Nobody really gets me. I, I've been there, done that, guys. And it's so easy to stay stuck there, to have a victim mentality, to not see your way through. It's so easy to do that. Start to visualize yourself reclaiming your life. Break the pattern of pain. So when we start to do something, when we start taking radical action, we're less likely to be, to be depressed or to feel sadness. And it lingers for a long period of time, which is what depression is. And anger turned inward. That's also depression. So we're less, we're less likely to do that because, first of all, we're standing up and we're taking radical action. And we're saying, you know what? I'm doing something to reclaim my life, whether that is joining a support group, whether that is starting a forum on social media, whether that is writing a memoir, whatever you need to do that as constructive and legal, right? To start reclaiming your life back, I suggest you do that. I did it. I started to journal. I started to visualize myself having a better life. And all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, it's a process, right? But before I knew it, it started to manifest in my life because I started that. I started that to break that uh, pattern of, pain. I started to break the pattern. I interrupted the pattern simply by starting to visualize and to journal. That was taking radical action. Basically, radical action is what interrupts the pathology of pain. Not saying it's going to take it clearly away. It's a start. It plants the seed. And before you know it, you'll get some sprouting going. When you start to focus on things that don't work, that's what's going to remain. It's going to stay that way. It's going to continue to be painful. So when you're focusing on how you're, how somebody is always starting an argument with you, when you're focused on when people seem to uh, mistreat you, whether it's on your job, whether it's at school, whether it's, you know, whether it's in your family, wherever, when you start to feel and to think 
that you are very small and you can't do anything, that's what's going to continue. That pattern will continue. That's what I want to say. I started thinking long time ago, I started to think that, you know what? I'm not so helpless. Yeah, I can't control this person over here trying to pick a fight with me. But what I can do is not internalize the BS. I can do that. Easier said than done, but it can be done. Guys, long ago when I started to not look at myself as a loser, and see, that wasn't easy either, but I started, I did it. Because I got to the point where I was tired. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was like, you know what? That person all along, you know, they wanted me to think that they were better than me, that they were bigger. That's one thing that a narcissist likes to do. They like to bully others. They want you to think and believe that they are bigger than you, whether it's financially because they have more money than you. They want you to focus a narcissist or an abusive behavior person that you have a toxic relationship with. One of the things that they really like to do is to make themselves look bigger and grander than you are. And they, if you notice, they like to continue to have you focus on that. So to interrupt the pattern of pain, you stop focusing on that. And it takes Sometime you're going to slip up sometime. You're going to make the mistake to go right back into the old way of thinking like, wow, they dress better. You know, they, they have this, they have that. And every time I speak to them, I stutter and I can't seem to get my thoughts right. Yes. All of that happens, guys. Yes. Been there, done that. And when that person who's being abusively, uh, you know, their, their behavior is abusive towards you. It could be a narcissist. It could be someone else. When they start to do that, notice how they like to keep you focused on the things that have you feeling sad, angry, upset. Notice how they can orchestrate that. If you continue to give place to them in your life, they'll continue to do that. So in order to break the pattern for yourself, you, there's a lot of things you can do. I had already mentioned several of them. You can do it, but the, as far as like the blueprint, only you can draw up that blueprint. I don't know what that is for you, but you can start today by saying, you know what? I can dress just as good, just as well, or even better than that person. See, but you start to internalize what feels good to you and reject or don't adopt or take or receive or take in or internalize, but doesn't. Reject what doesn't. So when that person starts mouthing off and, you know, they're trying to negotiate into an argument, shut it down. Go gray rock if you have to. But you're taking radical action. You're breaking the pattern of the pain. So before you know it, you're walking around, you're feeling better. People will start to compliment you and say, wow, there's something different about you. But they probably won't really be able to tell what it is because it's internal. So you start walking a little taller. When you speak to people, you're able to hold eye contact and you're, you're more open to receiving things that feel good to you rather and, and at the same time rejecting the BS. It starts internally. So when you break the pattern of the pain, that's what that looks like.
is the highlightable point. When narcissists and cluster personalities are involved with others, well, the first thing to really, you know, remember is that the other individuals are source supply in order to keep the false self-image alive. So while this is happening, unfortunately, if this is a child we're talking about, the cluster personality and or the narcissist will groom that child to be a source supply, possibly for life. That's very unfortunate. The other thing is trauma bonding can happen or layers of trauma can result. So when this happens, the narcissist or the cluster personality, they will absolutely emotionally bully other people in order to maintain that source supply. When cluster personalities and narcissists use people for source supply, it is usually a very traumatic experience, regardless if it's a child or an adult.